What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are washing your hands. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times. I hope you're wearing your mask. I hope you're staying home and staying away from people. Because guess what? The pandemic is still real, and we still gotta protect ourselves. But anyway, welcome back to the Rambling Mind Podcast. As I said in the beginning, my name is Kalechi Iwaba. On this podcast, we like to talk about all things personal finance and investing in business. On Tuesdays, we talk about personal finance and investing, and on Thursdays, we talk about the business news. And today, in this episode, because it's Tuesday, we're going to be talking about personal finance and investing. However, I'm going to need y'all help. I'm going to need y'all's help. There's been an explosion in people who are focusing on investing and looking at the stock market. People who have never thought about investing in their life all of a sudden want to start getting investing. Except the only reason that they're doing this is because of the GameStop saga that we talked about on Thursday. So I'm going to need y'all's help. Please share this podcast with every single person you know that has said anything about stocks in the last couple of weeks, that has said anything about GameStop, that has said anything about uh, BlackBerry, that has said anything about Robinhood, that has said anything about Nokia, that has said anything about uh, AMC. If somebody has come up to you and asked you, you or told you, yo, you should invest in GameStop or told you, yo, you should invest in AMC because they see other people making money and they believe this is the way that you can make money from the stock market. Please send them this podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, send them this YouTube video. Because I am seeing a lot of people say that GameStop is an investment, AMC is an investment, or BlackBerry is an investment. And I am afraid for these people. I am afraid for these people because they're getting a misconstrue of what it is to actually invest in stocks. There's a whole lot of other things that are going on with the GameStop stock and with the AMC stock and with BlackBerry stock that is not just regular investment. Those are not investments. Please understand this. Those are not investments. I really want people to understand that that is not investing. That in no way is investing. Right now, that is just a complete show of force between two different groups of people trying to determine how the stock market should work or those kind of things it's just a completely different thing that's just not investing i need you guys to understand that that is an investment there is a way to invest and that isn't it that is not it understand that most of the people that are making most of the money from those from betting on gamestop or amc or any of these things are not investors these people are traders They know what they're doing. They day trade or they option trade or any of that stuff. And if those are the strategies that you're starting off with, it is a very dangerous game. It is a very dangerous game because you get into the mindset of believing that, oh, I know what I'm doing now. And you're not investing. You're going to end up losing lots and lots and lots of money because you're starting off with doing the hardest things. You're starting off with doing the hardest things without learning any of the basic stuff to get you started. And so you're going to lose money. So I really need y'all to understand this. Investing in GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, or any of these companies right now, that is not an investment. It's something we like to call speculating. 
So what is speculating? AKA gambling. Speculating is just basically gambling because to speculate, you don't know what's going on. Just like the word says, you don't know what's going on. You don't understand the fundamentals of the business. You don't understand anything that's going on. All you know is somebody told you this company is going to be a good company to invest in. So therefore I want to invest in it or even worse. You, you see stocks only go up or you believe stocks only go up. So you, you invest in that company. That is not the way to do it. This is not the way to invest. That is not an investment. An investment is after thorough analysis. You can decipher that you have adequate protection of your principal and an adequate return on your money. That is what an investment is. An investment is after you've done lots of research, after you understand the fundamentals of a business, after you understand all the things that go into a business and you realize I am taking ownership of this business. And if this is the only business that I own for the rest of my life, it will be able to put food on the table for me and my family. That is different from speculating. That is extremely different from speculating. Investing is when you sit down, you find out what the, how the business makes money. You find out who the leadership of that business is. You find out what the moat is of that business. You find out the financials of that business. Is this business making money or are they not making money? Is this business overvalued or is it undervalued? That is an investment. It takes time and it takes a lot of effort to invest. At least when you're talking about picking single stocks. So please do not believe that all of a sudden you're now an investor in GameStop or in uh, AMC or in BlackBerry or any of these companies that just saw a massive rise and a massive explosion in the last couple of weeks. No, you have to understand that there are other mechanisms at work there. That is not an investment. And I know a lot of people are going to be joining the Wall Street's bets, which is just the most dangerous thing you can do because Wall Street's bets is not about sound fundamental invested. It's a whole other ball game. The things that they do in that subreddit is a whole other ballgame but i really want everyone to understand this and share this with your friends and your family that are thinking of starting to invest right now please let them know this is not investing just buying into gamestop or buying into amc or buying into blackberry this is not invested because this thing has spilled over into mainstream and there's a lot of people who have been putting off investing for years that are now getting into this thing except they're getting into it on the wrong side so let's talk about what it takes to actually invest. There are two rules of investing by the Omaha or Oracle of Omaha himself, Warren Buffett. Rule number one, never lose money. Never lose money. In other words, you do everything in your power to ensure that your principal amount of money that you are investing is protected, that the principal of your investment is protected. And then rule number two, go back to rule number one. Don't break rule number one. Right now with the state of the market, everyone only believes one thing. Stocks only go up. Stocks never come down. Stocks only go up. Please, 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 please understand that you can lose a lot of money investing. You can lose a lot of money when it comes to investing. So there are three rules to be in an intelligent investor. But before we get into that, let's talk about the three things you need to do before you start investing, before anybody starts investing. One, do you have an emergency fund? I need y'all to answer this question very openly. Do you have an emergency fund? 
do you have an emergency fund for three to six months? Let me be specific now. Because before you start getting into investing and throwing thousands of dollars into the market and throwing it into all these risky plays that people are doing right now, do you have a safety net? Do you? Do you have a safety net that you can fall back on? Because if you have to take your money out of the market, or usually the times that you need to take your money out of the market, those are also the times when the market is actually tanking. And so the question is, do you have an emergency fund? And then question number two, are you still in debt? I'm talking about credit card loans. I'm talking about auto loans. I'm talking about all these major loans that we all take on on ourselves and put on our heads. Because here's the thing. No matter the investment you make, unless you get lucky. In the last 10 years, the S&P 500 has returned about 10% year over year. We celebrate when we get a year where we get 20% return on our money. That is The last two years has not been normal. And I think a lot of people think like getting a thousand percent return or a hundred percent return or these double returns or anything like that is a normal phenomenon when it comes to investing. It is not. Let me just go ahead and break it to you. It is not a normal thing. Last year was not a normal year. Early this year is also not a normal year. Typically, the stock market doesn't give returns like it's been given recently. Part of that is because the federal government or the Fed, the Federal Reserve has pumped a lot of money, which is holding up the stock market. And a lot of people got uh, a lot of money from stimulus checks. And so they pumped that thing into the stock market. And so a lot, and plus the interest rate right now is extremely low. So all of these factors coming together tells people that, you know what? The only place that I can get an adequate return on my money is to put it in the stock market because of inflation and all this other stuff. That's why crypto is all of a sudden uh, exploding again. By the way, if you haven't seen the episode that I did with, with Jimmy, talking about uh stock talking about crypto go check that thing out it's a very very good episode talking about all things bitcoin all things cryptocurrency is very detailed and goes in depth into a lot of stuff so go check that thing out but regardless yo understand that there's a lot of different factors going on right now but you still need to protect yourself are you in debt get out of debt because no matter the returns that you're getting on your investment most of us here's the here's the crazy thing most of us don't even start off with like maybe ten thousand dollars to make massive moves in the market most of us probably start off with like a hundred two hundred three hundred dollars and in that case your best return on your investment is to pay off your credit cards because that's going to charge you 25 percent so paying off your credit card is actually a better investment than trying to invest in the stock market where you probably only get like eight or ten percent and remember you only have a hundred dollars so eight percent of a hundred dollars that's eight dollars it's not a whole lot of money it's not like that's going to be a life-changing amount of money so please 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 do these two things first get an emergency fund if you don't have one right now at least save a thousand dollars and when you do that then start paying off your debts pay off all your debt at least your student well not your student loan at least your auto loans and your credit cards at least those two at least pay those two off pay those interest loans off quickly i'm not saying that while you're paying that off you can't be investing in dollar cost averaging into other things and we'll talk about that at some point but that's different from like opening a brokerage account which is another thing we got to talk about is the process of investing because there's a hierarchy of investment accounts that you need to open before you open other investment accounts we gotta we literally gotta talk about that as well i will talk about that in a moment but emergency fund 
emergency fund at least a thousand dollars and then go three uh go three to six months of expenses at the very very least and then pay off your credit cards pay off your auto loans and then start working on student loans and home loans and all this other stuff i'm not saying you should do you can't do you, we can chew gum and walk at the same time right we can do both we can invest and pay off debt at the same time however however your priority is going to be paying off debt because you get a better bang for your money when you pay off debts, especially auto loans and credit cards. I keep hammering auto loans and credit cards because those are the two debts that hold us back so much, so much. So please understand what is going on right now is not investing. Understand that, like let that smash into your head that what is happening right now is not investing. It's a lot of speculation between two different groups. That is not investing. Buying GameStop because GameStop is going to go up is not an investment thesis. It's not a reason to buy GameStop. Buying GameStop because somebody said, yo, have you seen what's going on with GameStop? You should go buy GameStop. That is not investing. That is not investing because you have no idea what you're doing. And it's a very dangerous game to try and invest in something that you have no idea what you're doing. Now, when you're ready to get started investing, I need you to do something for me. Like I said earlier, there's a hierarchy of investments. There's a hierarchy of investment accounts that you need to open up. There's a hierarchy of the way you need to progress through investing. There's a way you need to do your investments. It's not just, oh, I'm opening a Robinhood account and I'm investing now. Yay. No, that is not how you invest. This is not the way you go about investing. The way you go about investing is like this. First, if you work at a place that offers a 401k, Please, please, please max out your company match. In other words, if your company says for every dollar you put in, we will put in the same amount until uh, like until half of your uh, half of the percentage or something like that. Let's say they say for every dollar you put in, we'll match 50 cents. So if I put in $100, my company will match 50 cents. Please, 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 please start off with maxing out your 401k. Actually, maybe not max it out. At least max it up to the point of your company matching your contributions to your 401k. You know why? Because one thing that not a lot of people talk about, and I know it's tax season, but not a lot of people talk about this. When it comes to investing, one of the biggest things about investing is managing tax. It's managing tax because I'm not trying to get double booked by Uncle Sam. I literally am not trying to get double booked because they already took the money out of my paycheck. And then Uncle Sam wants to take the money out of my investments as well. No, 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 no. This is my money. I don't need you nowhere near it. You know, I don't need you nowhere near my money that I just made for my hard work. Nah, you already took your cut. And so a 401k is a way to get Uncle Sam out your bag. It's a way to get Uncle Sam out your wallet. It's a way to get Uncle Sam from sticking his hand back in your bag and taking another 30% of your money. Start with a 401k, at least to your company match. Then you go to something called an IRA, an individual retirement account. This one you can open by yourself. You don't need your company. You don't need anybody else. Open, or, and specifically for most of us, if you're young like me, if you're under, actually, you know what? If you're young, anybody opening up a Roth IRA right now, you should open up a Roth IRA. If you don't work for a company that's going to open a traditional IRA for you, you should go a Roth IRA, a Roth individual retirement account. Again, it goes back to the idea of taxes. You want to avoid capital gain taxes because this is your money that you have been funding and you have been paid and now you've already been taxed on it. You don't need to go get it, get yourself taxed on it a second time. 
So this is the second account you need to open up. And then the third account you need to open up if you have access to this account is called a HSA account, a health savings account. Now, this one is very dependent on the stage of life that you're in. If you have young kids and or you're not the most healthy person, well, that's that sounded wrong. If you have to go to the doctor a lot, you may not be able to open this account because it requires you to have a high deductible health plan, which means that you like people like me who don't have a whole lot of health issues or we hardly ever go to the doctor we do this plan because it gives us another access to another investing account that doesn't get taxed basically tax-free dollars but if you don't have access to a hsa account that is okay as well you can skip this one the next account you need to open up is now your brokerage account so that's things like m1 finance robin hood webull and all these other things that you be seeing everywhere then you open that account but that is the last account that you fund you start off with your 401k if you work somewhere that give offers a 401k then you go to your ira then you go to your hsa and then finally you go to brokerages so please guys please guys understand the hierarchy and understand the way you get started with investing i suggest that anyone who is just getting started start off with things like etfs if you don't know what etfs are we can talk about it etfs and index funds until you understand how to pick single stocks you don't have to take the risk of trying to pick single stocks you can just get a basket of stocks which is basically what an etf is an etf is just basically combining a bunch of stocks into one my suggestion for etfs to buy into is things like splg schd uh voo vti which basically it reduces your risk tolerance while at the same time at least giving you an adequate return remember what i said about what an investment is an investment is not about getting a 1000 percent return it's about getting an adequate return on your investment an adequate return that you can guarantee almost almost because anything can happen but an adequate return where your principal will be protected that's what a lot of people forget about protecting your principal remember the rule of investing don't lose money don't lose money but anyway that's all i got for y'all i hope y'all learned one maybe two things out of this entire thing and if you know anyone that could benefit from hearing these podcasts please share the podcast i really 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 want to help people understand the difference between investing speculating and trading it's a very key difference that we have to make and we need to make those distinctions so we don't end up burning ourselves i mean part of investing and learning to invest is you're gonna fail but i don't want you to fail catastrophically i want you to put some guardrails in place to protect yourself but anyway it's been your boy kalechi remember generosity is always greater than greed god bless each and every single one of y'all and i'm out peace oh and uh if you need any help understanding any of this stuff you can reach out to me at rambling mind show on instagram or you can email me at kelechi at ramblingmindshow.com or you can hit up me up on twitter at kelechi waba so or you can just go down to the show notes and check out my link tree and you can reach out to me in any of those platforms but anyway i'm gonna catch y'all later peace